So some of you, it's the first time that you've seen me wearing glasses. And just to say, these are not uh, fashion glasses. They are not for sports. They are not for leisure. They are actually prescription glasses. As I take off my glasses now, I can see you. I can see Jonathan is there. I can see Charlotte. I can see Ella. I can see Paul. Yeah, and I can see you, Lorraine. So I can see you with these glasses. But when I put my glasses like this, I see the goodness of God. I see, oh, how wonderful and fearfully made you guys have been created. Everything becomes so clear. You become closer to me when I put my glasses. You seem so near to me and become so clear. I can see the gray hair on Yasha's hair now when I put the glasses on. <laughs> it's so clear, I can see fine detail because of the glasses. And I'm thankful that these glasses, they help me to focus. I can focus better and I can see better. And today we are talking about focusing. Amen. Now, the scripture that we have read uh, is interesting to me because I, I actually think that God has got a sense of humor. I actually believe that Jesus is humorous. I think he's got a sense of humor. I do a lot of humor at home, and sometimes my wife laughs with me, and I'm thinking that she's laughing at my jokes, but she's actually laughing at me. Is that funny? But anyway, I consider myself to be full of humor, and I think I'm just like my Lord Jesus, who got full of humor. I say this because the passage that we have read here, we need to go a little bit backwards to understand it. This is after uh, Jesus had performed a miracle by feeding 5,000 people, 5,000 men and women and children. But if we go into the book of John on that aspect before the, we come to here, Jesus was talking to Philip and he said to Philip, look, there are so many people that are still coming. Loads and loads of people are coming, but we don't have enough food. So he turns to Philip and says, uh, where can we go and buy food for the people? The scripture says, he asked this to Philip, knowing, just testing Philip, but he knew already what he was going to do. So the Lord knew already what he was going to do, but he tested. He just wanted to find out from Philip because of all these crowds coming in and then asking Philip. And I'm just putting myself in the position of Philip and think, how could Jesus ask me this? We are stuck here. We better dismiss the people. But anyway, we know what happened with feeding of those children, of, of the men, women, and children. There was even excess food. So after that, that's when Jesus then said to his disciples, you get onto the boat and go and I'll meet you in Bethsaida, Bethsaida, Bethsaida. I'll meet you there in Bethsaida. So they went, the, the scripture says, they went onto the boat. And Jesus went onto the mountainside to pray. This is the guy that had done wonderful things, done miracles, great things. Just like Emma said, we came here, we've been praying for people, but today she led us into a time of praising and thanking the Lord for what he has done for us. So I'm thinking, Jesus having done all this great stuff, he even had the time to go and pray to the Father. And I'm just thinking he's also thanking the Father for what has happened and for all the great things that the Father is doing through him. We are told in the scripture 
that Jesus was on the mountainside and the disciples were on the lake. And it was night time. He said, the scripture says, there was great wind, very strong wind. And he said the water was chopping up and down and it was very unpleasant on the sea. The scripture said Jesus saw the disciples struggling to steer the boat. With their oars, they were struggling to steer the boat. And Jesus, this guy who can do miracles, who can perform miracles, saw that his friends struggling, really struggling, big men, stronger than me. Yeah, I'm strong, but stronger than me, you know? Big men struggling. But he did nothing about it. And later on he said, it was towards dawn, Jesus walked into the water. He still could see these people. And I'm thinking, that was night time after they uh, fed the 5,000. Now it's nearly dawn. And these guys are still struggling. They must be tired. And they must be frightened, you know. So the scripture says, Jesus walked towards them. He walked towards them. These guys were tired, probably hungry by, by that time. And probably wanting to sleep as well. And the scripture says, he walked towards them. And that's why it becomes interesting. He said it, he walked past the disciples. And the scripture says the disciples saw him. They saw him. And they thought it was a ghost. It didn't say the disciples saw the ghost walking on water. They saw him and thought it was a ghost. The scripture says they cried out. They were terrified. They really cried out. Big men, they cried out. And when I was just thinking, you know, in Zimbabwe, when uh, in Shona, we have got to wait for mother. We call it Amai or Mai. So every time you are scared or you are really frightened or you are crying, you always cry like, ah, Amai, Mai, Mai, So it's always Mai, Mai, Amai. You always crawl, call out for your mother when you are crying. So I imagine this scenario when Jesus was passing by and they saw him and they thought it was a ghost. These guys were already tired. Even with their fatigue, they cried out loud, terrified. Amai, Amai, Mai, Mai. And, and I'm just thinking, what happened to the oars they were holding? Probably they were even smacking each other, just trying to, and they couldn't jump into the water because it was very choppy. The Bible, this passage that we read, they didn't say Jesus walked to them. He said he walked past them. Say he walked past them. And I'm just thinking, Jesus, why would you do that? These guys were already struggling to steer the boat, and now we are walking past them. And they were crying like babies. Crying. Wanting some help. It's interesting that they started crying out. And Jesus, he looked at them. And the scripture says, he said, calm down, guys. It's okay. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. But I don't think he actually did like, oh, it's okay. Uh, be strong. Take courage. No. I, 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 I think that he actually was in stitches. He said, come, it's me, guys. Look, look, come down, come down. It's me, it's me. It's Jesus, it's Jesus. Come down. And they looked at him and he said, don't be afraid. It's me. And at that moment, he got onto the boat and he got onto the boat. 
And as he got onto the boat, the scripture said, the wind stopped and calmness prevailed and there was calm and there was peace in the presence of Jesus. Amen. There was calmness, there was peace in the presence of Jesus. But Jesus saw his friends struggling all the time when he was on the mountainside and he didn't do anything. I was thinking, he saw it from night time to dawn, his friends struggling. This is the guy who could command heaven on earth. He could command anything. He saw his friends that he loved so much struggling, but he didn't do anything. He kept on praying. And then he walked to them. He didn't walk. The Bible said, it doesn't say that he walked very fast. He said he just walked past them. Having seen them suffering, he didn't just go there to rescue them. He actually, he knew, I, I think Jesus, just like he said to Philip, when he tested Philip, that what can we do? When he knew what he was going to do. I actually think, I might be wrong, but I actually think he, he knew what he was doing when he walked past. And these guys were terrified, thinking that he was a ghost, and he was not a ghost. But then in his presence, all things make sense. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse, uh, verse 2, he said, let us fix our eyes to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Earlier on, David says in Psalms 121, verses 1 to 4, he says, I lift my eyes to the hills. And he says, where does my help come from? He says, my help comes from the Lord. My help comes from the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth. He said, he will not let my foot slip. He won't let me stumble. He won't let me crumble. Even though he's seeing me by the mountainside. Even though he knows the wind around me. Even though he knows the chopping of the sea. He will not let my foot slip. He said, he, he watches over me. Will keep me safe. He said, indeed, he watches over Israel will not go to slumber, neither will he sleep. He watches over me, David says. He said, during daytime, he will not allow the sun to burn me. He won't allow the sun to harm me. And he said, not only that, during nighttime, David says, he who watches over me, he will not allow the terror that comes by night to come and crush me. He will not allow the moon to destroy me. He will not allow the stars to kill me. He will not allow the darkness to engulf me because he watches over me. Even though it doesn't feel like that, he watches over me. Jesus stood by the shores. He saw his friends that he loved so much struggling. He didn't do anything, but he watches over his children. He watches over his children. Those that he loves, the Lord watches. It might not seem like that in where we are, but he watches over his children. During lockdown, one of my favorite songs that I got to know was the blessing. How I love the blessing. And I think it's Jonathan's favorite song, the blessing. We play it over and over again, blessing over and over again, the blessing. He said, he is with you, he is with you, he is with you. In the morning, he is with you. In the evening, 
He is with you. In the going, He is with you. And in the coming, He is with you. In rejoicing, He is with you. In weeping, He is with you. He is with you. He is with you. He is with you. The Lord is with you. He is within you. He goes before you. He goes around you. He goes behind you. He is within you. The Lord is within you. Amen. Now, guys, He is with us. He watches over us. We know that. But we experience this wind. It is true that we experience this wind. It is true the wind will blow. It is true it will rain. It is true the heat will come. It is true that there was choppiness in the sea. It is true that the boat was not stable. Yes, it is true. It is true, yes, you've got that diagnosis that we're given. It's true, they've done the medical test and they know the diagnosis, they've told you. It is true, it's there. Yes, it is true, you've got that pain. It is true that you are distraught about that relationship. It is true it didn't go well. It is true that the children are not listening. It's true. You're experiencing it. It's true. It's happening. It's true that that job that you want, you're not getting that job that you want. It is true that the plans that you've made in old age are not coming as you planned, and it frustrates you. Yes, it is true. It is true that you've been promised and you've been disappointed. It is true. It is true that the sun is shining so bright and it's too much for you. It is true there's war. Yes, in Ukraine there's war. And we can see it. We can see the numbers. We can see the victims. We can see how much it affects us. Yes, it is true that there's poverty in this country. People are struggling. The energy bills are high, we know. And we think, how are you going to make it? It is true. They are there. It is true they hate us. It is true, they affect us. They are there. And it is also true that we are battling with the ghosts. That we perceive that they are ghosts when we see Jesus walking. It is true we are seeing those ghosts. It is true that our minds are messed up. It is true we are feeling this pressure. Yes, we are feeling it. They may not be there but we are feeling it, we are seeing it. We look around us and we interpret things the way we interpret it and it affects us. And we cry out, my, 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 yes, because we are terrified. It is true. But he says, I lift my eyes to the heavens. I lift my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord the one that created you fearfully and wonderfully, the one that keeps his promises, the one who says, I'll be with you till the end of times, the one who says, even if we mess up, I'll still bring you back and I love you, the one who walks with you, the one who heals you, the one who gives you peace, the one who gives you hope. He says, I'm with you. You just need to change your focus. Yes. You can still see. Yes, you can still make it in life with your own effort. You can make it. 
But when you put these glasses, it changes focuses. You see better. You see clear. It becomes closer, nearer, mutual. And we walk together. And that's what the Lord is saying. Focus, not on this pain that you are getting. Focus, not on the wind. Don't focus on the ghost that you are seeing. Hear me out. He said, relax, guys. Come on, Peter. Come on, relax. It's me. And he said, oh, yes, it's Jesus. And he walks. He was walking on the waters that were turbulent. The waters that these guys were afraid of steering the boat, but he was walking on it. In the midst of your suffering, in that dark pit of your suffering, Jesus is walking in that dark pit. He's walking through that and he's coming towards you. He's coming towards me. He's saying just, listen, it's me in this suffering. It's me in this great death. It's me in this poor relationship. It's me in this illness. Lift up your head and see me. Hear my voice. I'm coming. And the beauty is that as he got onto the boat, he stepped in. And the waters became still. The wind died in the presence of Jesus. In his presence, there's hope. In his presence, there's peace. And when he comes to us, he brings us peace. My brothers and sisters, I'm not asking you to ignore what you're going through. I'm not asking you to downplay what you're experiencing because it's real, you experience it. But I'm saying much more than that, David says, lift up your eyes and fix your eyes on Jesus. He is the author and perfecter of our faith. Through faith, we can make it. Through faith, we'll make it, brothers and sisters. Not one of us should fail. Not one of us should backslide. We walk together, and Jesus will help us. We're going to take a time in the next song that we're going to listen. Don't rush it. Some of you might not know it, or maybe most of you. But listen to the words. Earthy spirit leads you. Do whatever you feel. If you want to just sit down, lie down, not sing, just listen. Think of the battles you are going through, but focus on Jesus because he watches over you. The Lord watches over us, church.